Everybody's good? Hello? So during the game five of Brooklyn Nets and Milwaukee Bucks, Kevin Durant, I think, scored 49 points, 16 rebounds, and 10 assists, if I'm not mistaken. And right now, they are having their down-to-wire game. Hindi ko mapanood. Basang alam ko, fourth quarter, kanina, dalawa lamang ng, ng Milwaukee Bucks, seven seconds, tumira si Durant ng three points pumasok. Kaya lang, ni-return, uh, binalik, ni-review, naka-step siya sa line, 109 overtime. Ngayon lamang ang Milwaukee Bucks ng dalawa. Ito, papakita ko sa inyo para ma-excite kayo. 113-111, lamang ang Bucks ng dalawa. Tapos na. Panalo ang Milwaukee. <laughs> Nakita ko lang ngayon. <laughs> Kaka-end lang. Okay. But I like what Lebron James says. Appreciate, enjoy, the greatness while you can still see it. Right? Cancel culture. Ayun yung pag-uusapan natin eh. Cancel culture. Yung ang dami mong nagawang maganda, ang dami mong larong pinanalo, tapos merong isang tira na isang beses mo lang na-miss ang naalala na ng mga tao yung mistake na gawa mo. Naranasan mo na ba yung may nanghiram sa'yo o may isang tao na paborito ka, tuwing magkakaproblema siya, hiraman ka. Tuwing magkakaproblema siya ng pamasay, hiraman kang 200. Pag walang pambayad, hiram ka ng 500. Ah, ganito, ganyan, ganito, ganyan. Hey, have you ever uh, remember that? Tapos may isang time, you've been, you've been uh, lending this person and helping this person four times, five times, maybe more than that, more than that sound, of course. Maybe more than, more than five times, six times. Nag dumating yung point na Lumapit siya sa'yo, kailangan niya ng, ng, ng 1,000 o ng 500. Lumapit siya sa'yo, hindi niya alam na may problema ka rin, hindi niya alam na, na may mga payables ka rin. Tapos nanghiram siya, tapos hindi mo napahiram. Ang nangyari, hindi niya makalimutan at pinagkalat niya, kuripot yan, hindi yan marunong mag-care, hindi yan marunong uh, magbigay, ganito, ganyan, in spite of everything. Sino dito yung naranasan niya may manghiram sa'yo ng 500, tapos wala kang pera, 300 lang. So ang pinahiram mo, 300, tapos sabi niya may utang ka sa akin 200. Kasi kulang yung pinahiram mo. <laughs> Hello? Cancel culture. Cancel culture is a culture, as a behavior or a lifestyle that this generation really is if I may say, might not be enjoying, but really encountering and experiencing. Cancel culture will, will, will make you feel unwanted, unaccepted, undone. In other words, cancel culture is essentially a shared social attitude and custom of making sure that you don't make it about what somebody says or does. For example, may isang tao na medyo na bad trip sa iyo social media o na bad trip sa iyo sa trabaho, tapos wala na siyang pinariority. The only priority he has, he took it personal and his purpose in life is to end eradicate extinguish you as a person. Ayan yung tinatawag natin 
na cancel culture. And if I may say, I guess you have your own experiences concerning this. Yung, ang dami mong nagawang maganda, pero dahil lang sa isang pagkakamali, dinipay na yung buhay mo na salbahe, hindi marunong. And maybe you have those kind of experiences in your own life. And this is exactly the picture and portrayal of the performance treadmill Christianity. This is exactly what the law or the old covenant in the scripture portrays and basically describes. Ano sabi sa James chapter 2 verse 10? James chapter 2 verse 10, For if a person could keep all of the laws and yet break just one, yet break just one, it would be like breaking them all. That's from the boys' translation. So let me read from the Passion translation. And sabi dito, For the one who attempts to keep all of the law of Moses, but fail in just one point, in just one point, and has become guilty of breaking the law in every respect. So meaning, ang sinasabi dito, kung ikaw daw ay ang tingin mo sa sarili mo you are better than the others, and the others would, basically, they could, and they have fulfilled out of the Ten Commandments, napulpil nila yung pito, yung, yung walo, pero ikaw piling mo, napulpil mo siyam, kumbaga sa grading system sa skwelahan o sa school or in university or colleges, nine out of ten. So, ang grade mo, 90. Yung katabi mo, he basically has broken three of the ten commandments. So, seven out of ten. So, ang grade niya, 70. So, ang sabi, mas magaling ako kaysa sa'yo. I'm a lot better than you because 90 ako eh. Ikaw, 70. Tapos yung isa, he was only able to fulfill three out of the ten commandments. So, 30%. Na-encourage ko lang dito yung mga medyo nahirapan mag-aral. Naalala ko yung high school ako. Diba yung iba, ang mga grade daw, 77 palakol, tapos 75 pasang awa. Hindi ko matanggap. I think I was in my second year high school. Meron akong grade 67 pula. Sabi ko, 67? Paano nangyari yun, sir? 67 kasi raw, hindi lang hindi, daw, hindi, hindi, lang, hindi ako pumapasok, inaaway ko para yung teacher. So, kung naraydan ako 67, hindi ko matanggap. Diba, 74 nga, baksak eh. 70 nga nakakahiya, nabiligyan ako 67. Alam ko anong subject, values education. Sabi ko, buti na lang, di alam dito na adak ako ng pastor, no? Tapos, great ko. Totoo yun, totoo yun, as in. Kasi yung high school talaga, medyo makulit ako nun eh. So, drug dependent. Uh, of course, I was a president of a certain fraternity. Mahilig sa gulo, mahilig sa away, ganito, ganyan. And, and basically, ayun yung ano eh, ayun yung idea. Pag sinabi kasing, cancel culture, People will end your credibility because of maybe one or two mistakes you've done towards them. And it becomes so personal. So, nangyari dito, nagkakaroon ng negation ng pagkatao. Credibility. Ang sabi nga nila, minsan yung hero, hindi mo na ma-define kung victim ba o villain. 
So in other words, parang 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 ganito, parang mga Christian soldiers, yung mga mga sundalo ng mga ng mga Christians. So sabi ng Bible bawal daw pumatay. So syempre bawal pumatay. Pero pag nakita na nila yung isang tao is a how do you call that? Nakakasama na sa lipunan o terorista, pwede nang patayin 'yon basta may enough prison. So ganun yung ano, ganun yung struggle ng ng arguments. So the point of the matter is this. Sometimes you don't even know who's the villain or who's the victim and basically it depends on the people who say it and it depends on how the people describe the person. And generally, we're living in a generation that loves to cancel the credibility of other people because they are simply offended. Yung na-open ka lang sa sinabi, yung nag-post feeling mo para sa'yo, pero hindi naman para sa'yo. Sino sa'yo nakaranas sa niyan? Yung, yung pinapalo mo yung isang Facebook uh, page or profile, then tuwing magpo-post, binabasa mo, pero tuwing binabasa mo, inis na inis ka. Pero wala naman siyang sinabing, basahin mo. Hello? At minsan sasagot ka pa. Di ba, sino, sino sa inyo yung aamin dito, yung naranasan mo na, na may nabasa kang post na hindi mo type, tapos nag-post ka rin, sagot doon, tapos tinanong, sinasagot mo ba yung post mo? Hindi ah. Hindi nga ako nagbabasa ng post mo eh. Sino galing? Hello? Yung verse na binasa natin is basically a crystal clear description of what cancel culture is all about. Ano ibig sabihin? If you are able to fulfill nine out of the ten commandments and break one, you basically have broken all of them. That's what we call cancel culture. Pero let me give a certain background of this passage or this verse that we've just read. Ang sabi doon, di ba? Basahin ko uli, ah, for the one who attempts, for the one who attempts to keep all of the law of Moses but fails in just one point has become guilty of breaking the law in every respect. Ang pinag-uusapan kasi dito sa James chapter 2 is a picture of a certain church. Si James kasi pastor. So, nagsulat siya na merong mga churches daw in his time na ganito nga idea. Pag may pumasok sa loob ng church at dalawang tao yung pumasok, yung isa, medyo yung damit niya, luma, medyo madumi, medyo may amoy, or in short, basically considered or described as a poor person or under poverty, then may kasabay na pumasok, tas yung taong to, nagpark ng masirati sa parking lot, or kaya ng what? Aston Martin na, na sasakyan, then, pagpasok, naka-singsing ng ginto, naka-Louis Vuitton, na, 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 na damit, naka-Gucci, na sapatos, tas naka... <laughs> naka-Adidas. Adidas, eh, no? So, ang sabi dito, how would you do? How would you do? So, ang sabi ni James, most of the people, even though in the church, hindi nila papansin yung mahirap, ang papansin nila yung mayaman. And basically, sometimes they don't even know it really happens. Hello? Di ba nga, 
I was in the Congress, seventh in Congress. I, I've been in, in the Congress, I, but I'm not a politician. And what happened? Di ba ang dami mga tao, kahit tayo dito, pag pinag-usapan natin ng isang kongresista, isang mayor, isang gobernador, o whatever, kahit ano pa yan, kung sino pa yung politician, sa barangay man yan, local or national, lagi natin sinasabi, korap yan, korap yan. Naku, huwag kayo maniniwala dyan, korap yan. Pero pag dumating yan, how do you treat that person? Diba? Parang ginudyos mo yan, pero pag hindi nakaharap, korap yan, korap yan. So sabi ni, 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 ni James dito, is that really the kind of people the church should be. And he was basically mentioning, before he even mentioned verse 10, about the rule of love or the law of love. Pag nakatutok ka sa actions, people will always commit mistake, people will always offend you whether you like it or not, whether intentionally or unintentionally, consciously, subconsciously, or unconsciously, you, you get offended. But if you base your decision and the way you treat other people out of the rules, out of the do's and the don'ts, you basically become so legalistic. Ang sabi ni James dito, do not ever forget the law of love. Pag wala ka kasing law of love sa heart mo, it's always based on preferences, partiality, and even prejudice. Titignan mo kung sino yung mas mabango, kung sino yung mas maganda, kung sino yung mas mayaman, and you have that preferences. And you become, what? Prejudice in the way live your life. Cancel culture. That's basically is. Pero ang question ko ito, have you ever been canceled by other people because you committed something wrong? Yung binigay mo lahat. Di ba? Binigay mo ng bulaklak, lima, chocolate, apat. Di ba? Binigay mo pa ng chicken joy. Angel's Burger. Unang kagat, tinapay lahat. Yung, 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 then, yung ang dami mong nagawang maganda, ang dami mong, ang dami mong bagay na, na naibigay, then because of one mistake. Let's assume it's really a mistake. Let's really assume you really offended the person. And he, and, and, and he has the rights and the reasons to be offended. Yet, in just one offense, yung isang daang bagay na ginawa mong mabuti, nabura. Because of one offense. Have you ever experienced that? So let me give you some principles as we go on. Number one, no one is perfect. Only, come on, come on, can you read it with me? No one is perfect, only perfected. Kasi dito yung malakas ang loob na amin na hindi siya perfecto. Bawal lang tumataas. Matindi ang EFC, napaka-spiritual. Sino dito ang naniniwala na hindi siya perfecto? Oh, dumadami na, dumadami na. Isa pantanong. Sino dito naniniwala? 
Huwag kayong masyadong maapektuhan kung natalo yung Brooklyns. Patalo naman kayo eh. Kasi ang ina-expect na laban kasi, ano eh, ang ina-expect na laban, Lakers tsaka Brooklyns, di ba? Parehas laglag. Ganito, ganyan. Pero, what I'm trying to say is this. Dapat matanggap natin, tayo mismo hindi perfecto, lalo na yung ibang tao nakakilala natin. No one is perfect, only perfected. Let me explain. Sabi sa Romans chapter 3, verse 10, ang sabi dito, And the scriptures agree, the Passion Translation, for it is written, There is no one who always does what is right. No, not even one. Type na type ko yung translation ng Passion eh. Kasi sa ibang translation, no one is righteous, not even one. And basically, yung sinabi dito, There is no one who always does what is right. Minsan kahit sa tingin mo, lahat ng ginagawa, lahat ng decision mo tama, but in reality, not all that you do and not all that you think are right. Hello. Minsan pinaglalaban mo pa nga, di ba? Lalo na sa mga mag-aasawa, sa mga nanay, sa mga anak, Oh, maraming Benjen dito, di ba? Pag kinausap ko yun ng mga nanay-tatay ninyo, Nako, Dak, pandemic ngayon, mag magpapagabi, 7 o'clock, ano sagot mo? Mali ka dyan, tay. Ang pandemic, kahit anong oras, meron. Di ba? Galing! Kahit alas 4 may pandemic, kahit alas 7 may pandemic, it's not about the time, tay. Che. But no one is, no one is perfect. There is no one who always does what is right. You need to accept that. No, because you are offended because you expect too much. Yung kinasal si Julius tsaka si Maris, di ba? Siyempre, ang expectation ni Maris, araw-araw naliligo to. Araw-araw. <laughs> Papagandahin natin, expectation naman ni Julius sa bisip si Maris kasi ang hina ng boses, ang liit na babae. But there will always be, there will always be things, right? There will always be things na, na pwede ka naman talagang i-cancel eh. May reason, may rights na i-cancel ka. Pero ang sinasabi ng scripture sa atin, if you are having a cancel culture mentality, you are living under the old covenant na kahit magawa mo yung sham, pero magkamali ka sa isa, ang magdi-define yung pagkakamali mo. And that's not the way God wants to live our lives. Ano sabi niya sa Hebrews 10, Hebrews 8, both chapters of the, of the same book, He remembers our sins no more. Right? Yes, no one. I need to accept. I need to accept. I can't commit mistakes. I commit mistakes. I need to accept my leaders in the church commit mistakes. My kids will always commit mistakes. But their mistake will never define their identity. On the other side, sabi sa Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14, For by a single offering, He has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. So that's what I am saying. You are not perfect. You are simply made perfect. Amen? Ano ibig sabihin? Sa harapan ng Panginoon, oo, nagkakamali ka sa buhay mo, pero sa harapan ng Panginoon, ikaw ay perfecto.
you are perfect in Christ. We are perfected in Christ. We have purpose. He establishes our lives. So much of that. Number two. No one is pleasing. Only please. Kanina perfection ang pinag-uusapan. Ngayon naman kinatutuwaan. Sa tingin, sino dito yung magsasabi, kung ibibase mo sa behavior mo, kung ibibase mo sa action mo, kung ibibase mo sa, sa mga experiences nyo, sino sa inyo magsasabi dito na ikaw ay kalugod-lugod sa harapan ni Lord? Taos ng kamay. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, cancel. Right? I would base it in my behavior. Yes, I, I, I'm a pastor, I look, I look great. Pag nagsasalita dito, quite, quite eloquent and quite as if perfect. Parang pumunta ako dati sa summer, di ba? Nagkaroon ng conference sa summer. Tapos pagkatapos, pagkatapos ko magturo, ganito, ganyan, kasama namin si Marlon nun eh, si, si Cons Marlon sa encounter. Pagpunta namin ng summer, tapos pagkatapos namin magturo, tapos may break, eh medyo na, nawiwiwi ako, naihi ako eh. Gusto ko magpi Tapos lumabas ako, nakita ko isang delegates. Tapos sabi ko, saan ba yung, saan ba yung CR dito? Kasi medyo naiihi ako. Ano, ano mo sabi sa akin? Ay, pastor, umiihi rin pala kayo. Sabi ko, tsaka lang, tsaka. Hindi lang umiihi. Pumupupo pa. So, the, the, the assumptions. If you have too much expectation, then you are quite easily get offended. In other words, no one is blessing. Kung ibabase sa actions mo, sa ugali mo, sa behavior mo, believe me, hindi tayo katanggap-tanggap. Ano sabi sa Romans chapter 3, verse 23 sa New King James Version? For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Hindi tayo umabot sa requirements ni Lord para maging katanggap-tanggap. Yun ang katotohanan. Pero ang magandang balita, ang kristyanismo kasi, ang pananampalataya, ang relasyon sa Panginoon, is not based on behavior. Behavior is the result. Behavior is the fruit, but behavior is never the root. Uulitin ko. Your action is the fruit. It is the manifestation of the root. The root is your relationship with God. At yung pagmamahal ng Diyos sa'yo, yung pagtanggap ng Diyos sa'yo, hindi nakabase yan kung nagkasala ka o hindi. Nakabase yan dahil siya ay Diyos sa pagmahal, nagkamali ka, nagkasala ka, nagkulang ka o hindi, mahal ka ng Diyos. And we were taught, the only way for God to love you is for you to have a good life. To have what? What a perfect behavior. No, it doesn't make God. They don't make God love you. Your good behavior will not make God love you. He loves you, as simple as that. And your behavior is a byproduct of your intimate relationship with the one who loves you so much. Amen. Ano sabi sa Matthew 3.17? It says, and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Sa ibang translation, this is my son, whom I love, in him I am well pleased. 
So ito yung aking anak na mahal na mahal ko na lubos kong kinalulugdan. Question, may ginawa na ba si Jesus Christ when, when, when the father said, I am well pleased with this boy? Wala pa. Nagpagaling na ba siya ng may sakit? Hindi pa. Bubuhay na ba siya ng patay? Hindi pa. Nag-preach na ba siya? Hindi pa. Nagturo na ba siya? Hindi pa. Nanalangin na pa siya para sa mga nangangailangan? Hindi pa. Nagbigay na ba siya ng tinapay para sa mga nagugutom? Hindi pa. Nagbigay na ba siya ng tubig sa mga nauuuhaw? Hindi pa. He did nothing yet. Pero ang sabi ng scripture, this is my son whom I'm well pleased. Ano ang ibig sabihin nun? Hindi basihan yung behavior para maging katanggap-tanggap kay Lord. Ang basihan ng pagiging katanggap-tanggap mo kay Lord ay yung pananampalataya at paniniwala mo sa ginawa ni Kristo na pagmamahal at pagliligtas sa'yo. Amen? At ayun ang magiging basis ng manifestation at fruits ng isang magandang buhay. You cannot separate the two. You cannot separate the two. And because of Jesus Christ, we become pleasing because of Him. And Sabi sa Hebrews 11 verse 6, But without pain, it is impossible to please Him. For it's that pain that you believe that He has died for you. Alam mo yun sa mga believers tayo, nakakancel minsan yung credibility natin pag naranasan mong matakot. Hindi sa inyo hanggang kayo naranasan pa rin matakot. Sometimes you still experience fear. Tingin ka sa katabi mo. Nakakatakot ba hindi? Iba yan, di ba yan? Have you, are you still experiencing fear? No, I always say this. One time pumunta kami sa ng mga friends ko, of course, some, some of my American friends, Pastor Glenn, sila PG, pumunta kami ng White Beach sa Mindoro. And I think, if, if, not, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, an hour on an hour and a half yung boat ride from White Beach going back to, to uh, Batangas. So, sumakay kami. Then, of course, nasa kalagitnaan ka na ng dagat, yung mga 45 minutes na from the shore, going back to Batangas. Wala ka na nakikitang puno, wala ka na nakikitang bundok, puro tubig na lang. And during that time, biglang bumag, ano, hindi naman siguro bumag yung umulan ng malakas. Eh, guys, if you don't know, maybe most of you know, but if you don't know, hindi ako marunong lumangoy. So yung habang nasa bangka ka, tas nakikita mo yung lakas ng alon, tas ang lakas ng ulan, yung hangin humahampas sa bangka, kahit pastor ako, kinakabahan ako. Iniisip ko, ang pangit naman ng testimony ko, pastor na matay, nalunod, ang laki ng tiyan. Parang, Lord, may iba pa bang testimony? Di ba? Pwede, pwede namang namatay sa ministry, nalunod. Na Wala lang, nalunod. And I was so afraid. I was, I was in fear. Tapos sabi ni Pastor Glenn, tahimik nun, walang nagsasalita. Kasama ka ba ng press? Kasama ka nun eh, no? Walang nagsasalita. Tapos pagdating namin sa shore, kulit din ng father in faith namin eh. Si Pastor Glenn, sabi ni Pastor Glenn, hindi raw siya kinabahan kasi nandun siya, alam niya nandun si Lord. Sabi ko, inisip-isip ko, ba't ngayon ka lang nagsalita? Kanina hindi. Tsaka kitang-kita ko yung mata mo, kinakabahan ka rin eh. Tinagalog ko para hindi niya maintindihan. And one of the greatest mistakes that we were taught, pag ikaw, nag-church ka, nagsisimba ka, pag ikaw, mananampalataya, kristyano ka, 
hindi ka na pwedeng matakot. Dapat hindi ka na natatakot. Why well, it's, it's deception. Walang sinasabi sa Bible na kasalanan ang matakot. Sino sa inyo yung marinig nyo lang yung boses ng asawa nyo? Pinakabahan na kayo. Sino sa inyo yung marinig nyo lang yung... Di ba yung mga bata minsan, marinig lang nila yung minsan yung, yung pito. Yung pito ng tatay nila, kinakabahan na sila. May mga ganun eh. Well, let me put it this way. Please don't misquote or misinterpret me, ah. Normal lang sa tao na pag hindi maganda ang sitwasyon, natatakot. Hello? Sino sa inyo nakakaranas ng kalayaan ngayon? Kasi yung mga nakaraan, piling mo pag natatakot ka, nagkakasala ka agad. Pag dumating na si Judith at si Bill, talagang kinakabahan ka na. Yung mga bisita mo na ayaw mong dumating sa buhay mo. May tatlong level kasi yan eh. May tatlong category if I, if I may say. Ah. Unang-una, may tinatawag tayong abnormal. Ito yung tinuturo sa church minsan. Ito yung tinuturo minsan ng mga pastor, ng mga religious uh, leaders. Pag ikaw natakot, ang ibig sabihin, hindi ka mananampalataya. Pag ikaw nakaranas ng fear, ang ibig sabihin, hindi ka nagtitiwala sa Diyos. Ang tawag doon abnormal. Yung tao ka, nilikha ka ni Lord na may emosyon, tapos pag natakot ka, galit siya. Parang, sana hindi na naglikha si Lord ng emotions. Kung pag nakita ka niyang takot, unggoy to, takot na naman. God would never say that. Hello? Abnormal. Sino sa inyo nakakaranas? Sino sa inyo nakakaranas? Yung hindi na kayo natatakot kahit kailan. Yung sumakay kayo ng jeep, tapos yung driver na, 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 na amoy mo, amoy alak, tapos ang bilis magmaneho. Sino sa inyo yung, wala, okay lang yan. Mamamatay lang pala eh. Ano ba naman yung mamatay? Sino sa inyo hindi natatakot? So, pag ikaw, sumakay ka ng bus, tapos nakita mo yung driver, pag ganun-ganun, tapos hindi ka natatakot, isa lang masasabi ko, abnormal ka. Hello? Yung pangalawang level, ito yung normal. Sino sa inyo natatakot pag nakakatakot talaga? Yung nanonood ka ng horror, tapos in love na in love ka, di ba? Ang labo noon. Yung normal. Pag hindi maganda yung sitwasyon, takot ka, kinakabahan ka, normal yun. Yung pangatlong level, ito yung tinatawag nating supernatural. Supernormal. Yung natatakot ka, oo, pero pag naaalala mo, may pangako ang Panginoon, hindi ka niya iiwan, hindi ka niya pababayaan, nawawala yung takot. Kaya nga sinabi sa kanta, di ba? Fear may come, but fear will leave. Oo, dadating at dadating yan. Dadating at dadating yan. Pero aalis din yan. Kasi ang nagpapaalis sa takot, yung naiintindihan mo at naunawaan mo, o nga pala, nasakin ang Panginoon. Amen. He equips us. He equips us in faith. He equips us in faith. He equips us in faithfulness. In other words, He equips. Lastly, let me end. Yan, doon may rakyat ka na dyan. Dramahan mo ng konti. 
Parang naiisip ko minsan yun eh. Nar- naranasan ko na yun eh, kami nila Marlon. Nasa tayo, Lon, nasa ano? Nasa summer kami. Si Pastor Tony kasi dati, pag nag-i-speak ako ng cross, nagbabackround, yun yung nakakaiyak. Eh, hindi nakasama si Antonio doon. So, may ibang nag-background sa akin. Sabi ko, at siya ipinalo sa likuran! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sabi ko, lang iyang background yun. <laughs> Tinakot yung mga delegates. At siya ipinako ng pako sa kanyang mga kamay. Mm-hmm. As in, totoo yun. Sabi nga namin sa nag-keeper doon, last mo na yan, ha? Cancelled culture ka. <laughs> lastly, lastly, no one is powerful. Only powered. O, oh, sige, wag mo niyang questionin. Ang maganda talagang term dyan, empowered. Kaya lang, nagsimula kasi ako sa letter P, kaya powered lang tayo. Tinagdang ko naman sa dictionary, pasok naman, may word naman, so tanggapin na natin yan. We're not powerful, only powered or empowered. Ano sabi sa John 15 verse 5? I am the vine, you are the branches, he who abides in me, and I in, I in him bears much fruit, for without me, you can do nothing. And who would know a person like me? Naalala ko, sa school, second, third year high school, yata kami nun, nalaman ng may-ari ng eskwelahan na anak ako ng pastor. At dahil nalaman niyang anak ako ng pastor, ano yun ay intrams, sinali ako bigla sa Bible quiz. Anak lang ng pastor, Bible quiz na. So, nandun kami sa stage. Wala kang magawin. Nandun kami sa stage. Lima. Nakaupo ako. Mula magsimula hanggang matapos yung Bible quiz, hindi ako nagsalita. Dahil hindi ko talaga alam. And the thing is this. May pagmamalaki ka ba talaga? Dati nga, kaya yung iba sa inyo, may encourage na lang. Ha? Alam nyo dati, pressure college ko. Yung school na pinag-aralan ko, merong parang chapel R. Yung nag speak doon, laging pure English. Yung first day ko umatend ng chapel R na yun, wala akong naintindihan. Kala ko nasa ibang planeta ako. Lahat nga ng tenses dati, pinagsasama-sama ko, I will win. Lahat. I, I, I really didn't know how to. I wasn't that eloquent. Still learning until right now. Pero nakakatuwa, sa mga nanonood kong classmates sa Bible School, ha, mainggit na lang kayo. Marami akong mga classmates, mga cum laude, magna cum laude. But they've never been invited to Canada, they've never been invited to Abu Dhabi, to Dubai, to US, Korea, Singapore, Thailand, Malaysia, Indonesia. They've never been invited and some of my friends, kumukunta man sila sa ibang bansa, pinapapunta sila doon para umaten ng training, umaten ng, ng mga conference. And whenever I go to the US, Canada, London, I go there to speak, not to sit down. But question, parang may iisip mo ba yun yung high school? Yung high school ako, ano yun? Parang, <laughs> nagdadrama na ako dito eh. <laughs> Na-excite siya eh. Teng! <laughs> Dumber, sinisira yung moment ko eh. 
Who would dare to think about that? Guys, cancel culture, ang dami na nangyari sa akin ganyan. Pumunta ako minsan sa isang national leaders meeting. Mga leaders ng denomination. Pagpunta ko ron, eh, mailig lang kasi ako sa naka-t-shirt lang, naka-pantalon lang. Pagkapasok ko, papasok ako ng Quezon City Sports Club. Sabi sa akin ng security guard, yung security guard, ha, sabi sa akin, Sir, saan po kayo punta? At sabi ko, uh, I'll be attending the national leaders meeting. Sabi sa akin ng security guard, Kayo? Itsura nyo yan? Sabi ko, alam mo ba kung magkano itong t-shirt na to? Sabi ko sa akin, hindi, hindi ko sinabi yan. <laughs> Muntik ko lang sabihin. But have I ever experienced being cancelled? The answer is yes. Have you ever been experienced being cancelled? The answer is also yes. But always remember, sabi sa Acts chapter 1 verse 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You don't produce the power. The power comes from the person who is living and dwelling in you. Amen? So let me end by saying He empowers us with His presence. He empowers us with His passion. He empowers. Let me end by reading this verse. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. Above all, constantly echo God's intense love for one another. For love will be a canopy over a multitude of sins. Alam mo, kahit ikaw mismo, ang dami mo pagkakamali, o yung mga kasama mo ang dami pagkakamali, the only way to overcome those is to live your life with God's love in you. Love cast out all fears. Pag natatakot ka, sasabihin sa'yo ng mga kakilala mo, minsan kahit mga pastor, maging matapang ka. No, courage will never take away fear. Ang antidote ng fear, hindi courage. Ang antidote ng fear, alam niyo kung ano? Love. The perfect love of God. Yung natatakot ka, baka hindi mo kayanin, tapos naalala mo bigla, hindi ka iiwanan ni Lord. Sobrang mahal ka niya para pabayaan ka. It's not courage that takes away fear. It's the love of God. And that love that casts out all fears is the same love that creates amazing faith in you. No, I've learned, religion will always tell you, manampalataya ka, maniwala ka. Pag hindi ka nanampalataya, hindi ka yayaman. Pag hindi ka naniwala, hindi ka pagpapalain. That's what religion teaches. That's not the way God teaches. Kasi Lord, tanggapin mo lang araw-araw ng buhay mo yung katotohanan at yung kapahayagan na mahal kita at dahil lagi mong tinatanggap na mahal ka na di mo kailangan piliin mananampalataya ako, maniniwala ako. The more you receive God's love, then in the inside of you without even knowing it, nor realizing it in, in the beginning, something inside of you is being created. Dahil tinatanggap mong na mahal ka ni Lord, mahal na mahal ka ni Lord, wala kang kaidea-idea yung pananampalataya mo, ang lalim-lalim na. Yung nakaranas ka ng problema, wala kang pera, tapos naalala lang mahal ka ni Lord, sabi mo sa sarili mo, mukhang hindi naman papayag si Lord na mabuhay ako ng ganito lang. Sigurado dadating yung pinapanalangin ko. Amen. That, 
That love that casts out all fears is the same love that creates amazing faith. And that amazing faith commits to faithfulness. Yung natutokso ka ng kunin yung nasa katabi mong pera kasi makakailangan pa. Pero na aalala mo, hindi naman magkikreate at magpo-provide si Lord ng ganun. Magpo-provide si Lord yung paraan na ayon sa kung sino siya. Amen. That's all rise. love to worship the Lord? Sino sa inyo yung magsasabi ngayon? Castle culture, pwedeng ako yung subject, ako yung object, o ako mismo yung gumagawa sa ibang tao. Pero right now, it's not about that kind of culture. It's about, it's about the culture of God's love in us. Amen? That can cancel the castle culture sa buhay natin. And among you will join me as we sing this song, we will sing as if We really believe that God is so amazing in our lives. Amen? Come on, let's see and sing this goodness, this song about the goodness of God. We will see good, this goodness all over our lives. All throughout my history Walk beside me The winter storms made way more spring Say it out in every season In every season From where I'm staying Say it out, say it out I see the evidence of the goodness Oh Remember 